At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Numbers game with your host, Gil Alexander. Our number two of a numbers game right here at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Sling, Game Plus, and of course, iHeartRadio. Andy McNeil with a rare Wednesday hockey appearance coming up later uh, to talk about the Stanley Cup playoffs. Brady Cannon will be in studio. Uh, to talk extensively about the PGA, Todd Wright earlier, talking about what he likes for DFS primarily. Brady's got a whole bunch of bets on the PGA, which begins tomorrow. Can't wait for that. What a course. 8,000, nearly 8,000 yards at Kiowa Island, South Carolina. By the way, South Carolina, Kiowa Island, but I even say Charleston, most underrated city in all of America. Uh, so we'll talk to Brady about uh, the PGA. Um, just a little shout-out to South Carolina. And uh, Jason Weingarten, we're efforting him as well. Here are, uh, here are my list of MLB futures bets since we were talking to Otani moments ago. This is, um, these are all of them. So just to refresh, Dodgers to win the World Series, one of these bets where it's like, all right, it's plus 348. I'm going to make this bet in March, and then I'm going to forget about it until October, and then I'll be thrilled to have it in the account. Did that prior to that, by the way, before Trevor Bauer signed with the Dodgers and he was a free agent, or he, and we didn't know where he was going to go, um, I made a bet on the Mets anticipating that he would go to the Mets. He did not, but I do have a 14-1 to 1 on the Mets in pocket as well. Corey Seager to win NL MVP, Corey Seager to win home run title. Um, drawing dead right now until Seager gets back in the lineup. 25-1 to 1 on MVP, 125-1 to 1 on home run title. Like those numbers. Tatis Jr. to win the home run title and Alvarez, 30-1 to 1 and 40-1 to 1 respectively. Not listed there, a bet made on Adalis Garcia at 100-1. to 1 to win the home run title. 
So I got that one in there as well. Also from uh, before the season started, Juan Soto, most regular season hit, 75 to 1. He was out of the lineup a long, a long time. Andrew Vaughn to win AL Rookie of the Year, 60 to 1. Cabrian Hayes, who got hurt, to win AL Rookie of the Year, 7 to 1. Just injuries just killing so many of these. Uh, Trevor Bauer to win NL Cy Young. It was a limited wager at plus uh, 600. And then yesterday, and this is, you know, you look around now. I got this right under the gun yesterday at 4 to 1. Uh, it's now 2 to 1 at the shop uh, at, uh, at where I got it, which was William Hill. And the Westgate with the most aggressive move yesterday on Otani with the Trout injury news. They have Otani at minus 110. Minus 110 on Otani. Uh, over there so yeah that's where that stands right now Otani jacked his uh his 14th homer in the process yesterday by the way they moved uh Otani to minus 110 at the Westgate Trout 200 to 1 so and I think it's justified if you're out six to eight weeks I mean you're kind of that, that's the thing with all of these season-long plays whether it's for awards whether it's for accounting stats you're betting against injury and the injuries have, uh, there's been no shortage of them. That's for sure on these. Um, so that was, was that the whole list? I think that was the whole list that we had there. For And let's go back to the tennis picks real quick because we want to update these once again because people uh, don't listen to the show necessarily all, all at the same time. Some listen to it live. Some take in the newsletter. Some do it on, uh, on the podcast at vcin.com afterwards. Um, so these are the tennis bets today. Again, the only one of the eight that has started is Ludmila Samsonova at plus 203 against Petra Martic. Where does that stand? Oh, it's at a first set tiebreaker, and we're down a uh, mini break. Let's see if we can get that back. So that's the first one. But again, the last two days in tennis have been boons. We've hit dogs of right around plus 250 both days. Uh, so we hope to, uh, we hope first of all that the weather holds up in many of these European locations because there's been a whole bunch of plays I made through the night. Uh, for goodness sakes, that, uh, that uh, bet we had on. Uh, from yesterday has been suspended twice. So we're still trying to get to three and one yesterday, but uh, we have a third set lead, but it's been suspended because of weather. So the other bets again today, Schwartzman minus 370 over Gasquet, Ivashka minus 115 over Grigor Dimitrov. You see we're fading a lot of big names here on the clay. Marco Cecinato plus 167 over Denis Shapovalov, who came oh so close to beating Rafael Nadal last week on clay. Corey Goff minus 312 over Camila Georgi. I just mentioned Samsonova at plus 203 against Barnich. Uh, Rachimova plus 115 against Maria Camila Osorio Serrano. Reka Lukayani, who we won on yesterday as a big dog. She's a big dog again against Anna Kalinskaya. We'll take her again, plus 234. And Victoria Tomova, plus 250 over Lila Annie Fernandez. Also a, a young lady, Fernandez, who we've been on many times in the past here on the show. We are fading her with Tomova at plus 250. Again, all of the tennis bets are based on data and by watching a whole bunch of tennis, but data primarily. Again, um, I respect all different kinds of handicappers, and there's a spectrum of them. By the way, Gil Alexander on a numbers game at Vicent, the Sports Betting Network, Vicent.com, the Vicent app, Fubo, Sling, Game Plus, and of course, iHeartRadio. Um, the beauty of doing a show like this and the podcast for so many years, the Beating the Book podcast, is that, well, you know, you get to be exposed to all kinds of different handicappers and the ways that they bet. And on one end of the spectrum, there's the most mass, there's the most mathematical based handicappers um, who do everything by, by metrics and predictive algorithms. And that's how they arrive at their conclusion. On the other end of the spectrum, you have sort of a more smoke and mirrors person. Well, I know when a team travels from, uh, you know, this 
time zone to the other time zone on a back-to-back kind of thing. Not smoke and mirrors. That, that's actually a basis for it. But there's other people who do it smoke and mirrors. Anyway, there's a whole spectrum of sports bettors. And if, if all those years has taught me one thing is you shouldn't be too arrogant one side or the other. We have a lot of arrogance in sports betting from one side to the other where they think the other side of handicapping. Not only do people want to tell you how right they are, they want to tell you how wrong the other person is. But oftentimes the answer is somewhere in the middle. So the tennis bets are all based on really crunching numbers, crunching data, and watching a lot of tennis. But it's really based on the data mostly. And what we have in tennis are different surfaces. So if you're saying, wow, you're fading a lot of big names, well, but it's clay. And on clay you find a whole bunch of value on some of these lines. Um, now, when it comes to grass season, grass is the shortest season of all in tennis, which we will get to here after the French Open, uh, on the run-up to Wimbledon. It is a very quick run-up to Wimbledon. Um, that's going to be tougher because the data is more sparse. It's sparse in a, in a year post-pandemic to begin with, make no mistake. But at least we have enough on clay here that these are very reliable and, have, and that the proof has been in the pudding the last uh stretch here on clay right here on the show so i hope everybody's cashing along uh with me on those it has been very profitable so those are your plays of the day updating uh samsonova she ends up losing the first set in a tiebreaker so we'll try to get back at that one at plus 203 dog against petra martich uh by the way i get a lot of uh, comments also like wow what a sweat it was well these plus 200 and plus 300 dogs are not going to necessarily cruise home to victory we can't expect that to happen either uh, we get tweets at Beating the Book. Always appreciate all the feedback uh, we get from everybody responding to the show. Um, this is from, let's see, uh, Coach Brian. Opening the show with Good Tuesday Morning caused me to uh, panic for like five seconds. Let's rally. Yes, apologize for that. Quick correction to uh, Wednesday. Thanks uh, for folks retweeting the plays as well. Um, this is from, this is from, let's see, Chris Heath. Uh, twins only cashed if action with Mark Borchard yesterday. He also specifically mentioned P- uh, Pineda, so I'm sure he took listed. A very good point. Very good point. Uh, he did mention Michael Pineda, so yeah, it has to be a listed. He probably didn't get the cash because he probably listed it. If you did have action on the Twins, uh, that would be a victory for you. Uh, let's see here. Do 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 do. Oh. Uh, this is from, well, there's a whole bunch of tennis left and right on stuff. So anyway, that's the, I always appreciate the, the kind tennis tweets. Uh, we're efforting Jason Weingarten, but we don't have Jason Weingarten. Jason is, okay. So let's go to the, uh, the baseball board today. Uh, cause I think I do have a play in major league baseball as well. By the way, my play, let's start with NBA. Actually, my play in the NBA tonight, uh, as I mentioned on this show, I think I mentioned on primetime. I think I mentioned on a numbers game. I do have the under tonight. My only NBA play is an under on the San Antonio Memphis game, but I got it at 224 and a half. So not at the peak, 225. I got 224 and a half. It is down to 222, 222 and a half. Somewhere in that pocket right now. We're talking with Preston Johnson yesterday. I believe that's when I mentioned it first. Um, if it goes down any further, it might start to shift the value to the over, but I wouldn't play it necessarily. I wouldn't still play my number, at t- uh, my under at 222 and a half. Um, but I certainly would still go under versus over at this point. But I like my 224.5, so that's my only play, under 224.5 tonight on the Spurs-Grizzlies game. And again, boy, the NBA needs needs a big-time uh, bounce back from those two games last night uh, because those were just horrific performances, once again, from both the Charlotte Hornets specifically. But then Russell Westbrook looking very, very odd yesterday for the Washington Wizards. Saw him limping. When they, when they took a shot of him, he left the court 
with uh, several minutes left in the game, and they, they had a video of him walking to the locker room. He looked like he had a little hitch in his giddy-up. Um, so that's something to keep an eye on. Obviously, Bradley Beal already with, uh, with the hammy, uh, headed for tomorrow night's game, Indiana at Washington for the number eight seed and the right to play the Philadelphia 76ers in the 8-1 best-of-seven series. Washington, again, installed as a three-and-a-half-point favorite tomorrow night. Uh, as far as the baseball board today, full bit of baseball. Um, and uh, with a one-day game against, G- again, Giolito against Shoemaker. Josh Towers like Minnesota, if you missed that earlier. He likes Minnesota as a plus-108 dog at home, 110 Eastern, 10-10 Pacific. Um, the game that I'm pointing to, once again, is I'm, I'm going to Cincinnati. I'm going to the Great America Small Park in Cincinnati. I like the San Francisco Giants. I like the San Francisco Giants at minus 119. Kevin Gaussman on the hill for the Giants. And like so many Giants this year, he has been nothing short of a revelation. First of all, with their home runs, um, Brandon Crawford with his 10th homer last night. You also have Buster Posey and Evan Longoria who are trying to knock on the door of double-digit home runs as well. Um, so a, a, a fountain of youth, can we call it, being found in San Francisco? Well, the same could apply to Kevin Gausman, who had so much promise coming up with the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, never really reached that promise. I think that's a fair statement when he was in Baltimore. Always had advanced stats that were sort of mid-fours, if you will. Didn't quite get into the, uh, the five range, although I will say he did, he did have a... Uh, he did have a couple of fives, I think, really early on. 5.66 ERA his first year, but that's probably unfair in a 47 and two-third inning campaign. Uh, but here he has landed in San Francisco, and really now two years running, if you consider last year's truncated season, Gaussman in 59 and two-thirds was very quietly good last year. Um, but again, with the small sample size, you're like, okay, how much do we make of this You know, 3.09 FIP and his 3.06 XFIP, can that really be real? Well, he has turned it around with almost the same identical number of innings this year, 53 and two-thirds this year, uh, 59 and two-thirds last year, and he has been fabulous, a 1.84 ERA. Now, his advanced stats aren't that good. He's good, but he's not that good. Um, his FIP is 2.58. He's fielding independent. His XFIP, which is normalized for home runs, a little higher than that, 3.22. There's a lot of, you know, he does have a couple uh, advanced stats that create that, right? There's a reason why his fielding independent and his XVIP are higher than that 1.84 ERA. Namely, an 8% home run to fly ball rate jacks up that XVIP. The BABIP of 221 helps jack up the uh, fielding independent. But when I say jack up, it's, it's not that dramatic. So in other words, all I'm saying is he's not as good as a 1.84 ERA. That's unsustainable. But it's still good. And... The Giants have to be super thrilled with him. And at minus 119, again, 28.6% K rate this year, 5.8% walk rate is muted very nicely. Going up uh, against a Reds lineup um, that is offensively challenged. I will take the uh, the Giants here. And by the way, you're probably saying, well, wait a minute. Didn't Wade Miley, didn't you say Wade Miley of the Reds? Didn't he have that uh, that no-hitter? He did. One of five now after Spencer Turnbull's no-no for the Tigers last night. Uh, but Wade Miley, when you look at his numbers, um, you know, one of these things where you're like, okay, middling, um, you know, better than he has been in the past. So he has a he has a 3.69 ERA, and the advanced stats are 
3.34 fielding independent, 3.36 xbip. Those are really good. But I don't know in 39 innings if I'm trusting that quite yet. Not sure if I'm trusting that with Wade Miley. And uh, the, the K rate is you know, always the problem with him. Whenever you don't miss bats, that leaves you a very thin margin of error. And his K rate is 20%, which, by the way, is higher than it has been pretty much for his entire career. There was one year in Arizona where he had a 21.1% K rate, which exceeded that. But at 20%, still not trusting Wade Miley. And again, at the very favorable price for the Giants today, minus 119. That is uh, the first of my baseball plays today. Do we have my baseball record on the year, by the way, Jason? Do we have that? We should call that up. Uh, it's a winning record in baseball, but it's like we make multiples of that in tennis on a daily basis. Baseball has been very deliberate. Uh, very few pre-flop plays on the season uh, for me in that regard, but it has been winning. There you go. 12-9 and nine for plus 2.18 units on all the 21 pre-flop plays made on this show from me. Um, other player, other guys on the show have had other picks. Jason Weingarten, Mark Borchardt, of course, but mine have been 12-9 and nine for plus 2.18 units. So San Francisco is the first play. Um, the other one here for me uh, is a pretty interesting price on um, on the Tribe, which we talked about earlier. Aaron Savali and the Cleveland Indians, plus 115 at Shohei Otani and the Angels. So this is a little conflicting for me because I just got the uh, the Otani MVP uh, ticket yesterday at 4-1, to one, and here he is on the hill now, and now I'm going to fade him. So that's fun. Um, but Savali at plus 115 for me is the play. He has been you know, with, with all the great Indians pitchers that have existed through the years here in recent memory, whether it was Corey Kluber or Carlos Carrasco or Danny Salazar, um, Shane Bieber obviously getting the headlines these days for the Tribe. Aaron Savali very quietly, 3.40 ERA, um, 3.40 ERA. 233 BABIP, though, makes his uh, FIP and his XFIP higher. That is of, of a bit of concern. But, um, you know, he doesn't, and he, and he doesn't miss bats. Uh, 18.7% K rate, never fun. But I like that the walk rate is somewhat muted at 7.2%. And um, he is a fine ground ball pitcher. 50.3% ground ball rate. That is uh, one of the key stats that I like about Savali. And at plus 115, with an Angels lineup that is now Sons, Mike Trout, that's French, by the way, um, I like the Indians at this price. Now, Otani, you, you heard about uh, when, when Josh Towers was on the show earlier. I was like, what do you think about my MVP ticket on uh, Shohei Otani? And Josh Towers immediately was like, I'd like to hit off him, which I thought which I thought was an interesting interesting comment from uh, Josh Towers. But he's not buying into uh, Shohei's pitching, apparently, which uh, I didn't really appreciate, quite frankly. But uh, it really is, with this Angels lineup now, it really is a... Uh, a fade of the Troutless Angels lineup, but Otani for his pitching stats anyway. Yes, it's a 2.10 ERA. The problem is that his, uh, his fielding independent is higher, as is his XFIP. Both are 3.60. That is very um, credible, not fabulous, not terrible. The issue is his BABIP is 196. League average BABIP, BABIP that's batting average on balls in play, is perennially around 298, 299. And that is to say when an opponent hits, makes contact, hits the ball off of you, that generally speaking, uh, their batting average is going to be right shy of 300. You don't have control over it once the ball makes contact with the bat. Um, in the case of Otani, 
And if, you, if you're low twos, if you're like 220-ish, you're having a really fortunate season. If you're like 350 with your BABIP as a starter, you're having a really unfortunate season. But if you're 196, which is what Otani is on BABIP, uh, that, is the, that is ridiculous, right? It is a completely unsustainable number. No problem with, uh, with Shohei's K rate. His K rate is obviously elite, 36.4%. Um, and just scrolling down here for his swinging strike rate, I'm sure that's fabulous as well. Uh, swinging strike rate, 14.1%. That is elite as well. The issue with Otani, besides that BABIP, which is very concerning, is he issues 7.01 walks per nine innings and 18.2% walk rate. That is obviously horrific. And I don't mind a fate of a pitcher like that. By the way, if you go to, uh, to his game log and you look at the walks and you're, and you're sort of asking yourself, all right, well, have they, have they improved well, his last outing, he only issued one walk in seven innings at Houston. So, yes, in that respect, he had the one good game. But before that, in terms of uh, free passes issued, six walks, two walks, six walks, five walks. So I'm not going to buy it yet with one good performance where he issues one walk against the Astros. He has had particular trouble in the first inning as well, uh, issuing free passes. So uh, Giants minus 119 is the first play. Tribe plus 118 is the second play again, Savali against a troutless Angels lineup. But I do agree, by the way, Josh Towers had a very good point, and that was the one caveat. While I was happy to get the Shohei Otani ticket at four to one before it crashed, and this is twenty this is less than twenty-four hours ago where I got the four to one at William Hill. Um, he is right. That is the one, the only issue with that Angels with the Otani uh, MVP ticket is yes, while Trout's absence now sort of highlights the fact that Trout is the, the impediment, if you will, in the MVP market because he is the teammate that he is and a guy that helps protect Shohei uh, or at least is a, is a guy that the pitchers would have to pitch around in the lineup. And now pitchers can make a even more targeted decision now to avoid Otani in the lineup when he's a hitter. That would be theoretically a negative to Otani's MVP campaign. So it's going to be fascinating. Nothing's a lock. Nothing's a slam dunk. And it's a long season. For goodness sakes, we just did our Q1 uh, show with uh, our segment with Mark Borchard yesterday. So we are just after the first quarter of a football game. Much is still to be decided, but happy to have the 4-1. to But yes, all of those points very valid. And there it is, Shohei Otani to win AL MVP just under the gun yesterday at 4-1. to Again, feel very fortunate. So it is the Giants and the Indians today added to all those tennis plays. Uh, and again, earlier we had the uh, the Twins from Josh Towers. He likes, in terms of, we missed it, the first inning play that he has. He had the, uh, the no, a run will not be scored in the Toronto game. The uh, Toronto Blue Jays, Boston Red Sox game. Richards at Stripling, Boston at Toronto. He's got the no first inning in that one, even though he admits he usually takes the yes like I do. No, a run will not be scored first inning. So a bevy of picks there. We had some DFS picks from from uh, from Josh, t- uh, excuse me, pardon me, from Todd Wright earlier on the PGA. Speaking of that, Brady Cannon, not just his DFS plays, but all of the bets he has made for golf's second major of the season from South Carolina, from Kiowa Island tomorrow. Brady Cannon next on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. to a numbers game with Gil Alexander. Numbers game proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. It's Gil Alexander, and ladies and gentlemen, he's the co-host of Long Shots, coming off of Long Shots that preceded the PGA with Wes Reynolds and Matt Humans yesterday. It's Brady Cannon. How you doing, Brady? I'm good. Uh, PGA Championship Eve. Yes. Very good. Uh, I- I'm ready, man. Let's. And it's 4 a.m. Pacific when they get going tomorrow. Wow. Yeah. 4 a.m. Pacific. Not quite the Open Championship. You'll be up, but we're getting for a numbers game. Oh heck yeah, of course. <laughs> um, let me ask you about Brooks Kepka right off the top before we get all your picks. Brooks Kepka at circa forty nine to one. Yeah, your friends. I think the- he was even higher. In fact, Jeff Davis, yeah. the golf odds maker at circa, was our one of our guests 
Jeff Davis and Dave Tyndall was our were our guests on Long Shots, and Jeff talked about Kepka. He said, "Boy, you know, I, I'm I might have to push him to sixty to one to get a bet on him, but somebody finally took a bite at fifty six to one on Brooks Kepka, and you said now he's down to forty nine. Forty nine to one. Your friends at the Westgate have fifty to one, so he, he's he's large. I mean, you wouldn't." Well, I actually bet him for the Masters, and I, I want to say I got 30 or 35, and that didn't work out. You saw him limping around the grounds at sure. Augusta and, yeah. you know, had some trouble getting out of some bunkers sometimes. Yeah. So um, we really don't know. Obviously, that's a month ago, so he's got that much more time to heal the knee. Uh, I think his knee is much more serious than Dustin Johnson. Dustin Johnson withdrew from the Byron Nelson last week. I think that was probably a little bit of soreness and also probably a little bit of I don't necessarily want to go to a birdie fest in the rain as my idea of the best preparation for a major championship. But um, Brooks is a little bit boom or bust, I think. We had our uh, PGA draft last night, and our good buddy Tony Miller, the Golden Nugget, uh, he was stuck with a pretty deep pick in, in the rotation, and, and he went with Brooks, and we, he and I were talking about it. You know, that's a gamble. Sure. Um, if Brooks is healthy, look out. But, who who uh, did you end up in the, goal, with the, goal, in the golf draft? Wes Reynolds and I got the number one pick, which oh. sometimes is not the greatest spot to be in. We ended up on Dustin Johnson. Really? With the number one pick. But you have no bets on DJ. I'm thinking about it, though. And, again, that was something we discussed with Jeff Davis, too. He said there's no way they're going to go to 20-1 to 1 on DJ at Circa. He's at about 18. You might be able to find a 19. But that is absolutely attractive on the number one player in the world. If he gets to 20-1, to 1, and who knows, I might have to dive in at 19. But 20-1, to 1, I think I'll be in for sure. Where did Hovland go? Uh, I want to say he went with about the seventh pick or so. And, you know, Victor Hovland, Daniel Berger, Terrell Hatton, these are some guys I really like. But I just felt with the number one draft pick, I had to go a little bigger than that. Yeah. Um, where would, where would, if you had the, uh, you think seven's about right for Hovland? Like if you had the if you had the fifth pick, do you think he would have ended up on Hovland? Or would it's very some? possible. Yeah. yeah. Uh, DJ went number one. Um, trying to remember who went number two now. It might have been Justin Thomas, but Xander Shoffley went three to was Jeff that, Davis what, oh, at Circa. Was that a steal him from humans pick? Was that a no? Yeah. Humans uh, had the eleventh pick and ended. <laughs> this is oh. kind of anti Matt Humans, but yeah. he his first choice was Tony Finau. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. And, and we made him do a shot because he drafted Ricky Fowler too. He has Finau and Fowler. Yes. Um, I, I mean, how about that, huh? Matt, you've got no shot. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Yeah. Better luck next major. No. So, okay. So, you have a whole bunch of picks. I don't want to get – we'll get to them right right after the break. Uh, the other one, I had Todd Wright on earlier mm-hmm. on the show. And so, we did the whole thing where we just – we treated it like a horse race. We're like, okay, throwouts first. Mm-hmm. He – and he does a lot of DFS more than betting. Right. So, he had a whole bunch of guys at DFS. He has Charlie Hoffman in his DFS. I like Hoffman. I know you're into that. But the, but the guys he threw out in those top five – and top five, I'm saying the five shortest shots in this tournament – the only one he liked was Spieth. He threw out Rory. He threw out Rom. He threw out JT. He actually threw out DeChambeau, obviously nearly 8,000 yards this course. Um, which is the one of those you like the best? I'm kind of in the same camp there as Todd, probably a little bit higher on Justin Thomas than he is. And I do have a bet on DeChambeau. I think DeChambeau's a little bit like Kepka, where he's boomer bust. If the wind picks up a lot, it could be a struggle for Bryson DeChambeau. Otherwise, he checks all the boxes. And I think one really important stat to look at is as far as approach shots from 200 yards or greater, 
we're going to see a lot of those on a beast of a golf course that's almost 7,900 yards. The course that we see the most of that on the PGA Tour is Bay Hill, uh, the Arnold Palmer Invitational. It has uh, a plethora of approach shots, including par three holes, that are well over 200 yards, 200 yards or greater. Number three in that category statistically on the PGA Tour is Bryson DeChambeau. Number four in that category statistically on the PGA Tour is Terrell Hatton. Who are your last two winners at Bay Hill? DeChambeau and Hatton. Mm. I like both of them this week. Okay. Matt Brown had something interesting to say on a primetime action last night because he models golf. Kelly Bidlin does as well. But he was saying he's had to really incorporate two different types of golfers because of perhaps weather. Yeah, so he's had to really account for two different camps. We'll get all of Brady's picks, and there's a whole bunch of them. Outrights, derivative markets. It's next on a numbers game at least in the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game with Gil Alexander. The NHL and NBA playoffs are here, and our experts are covering every angle to find betting edges. VEASAN hockey expert, who will join us momentarily, Andy McNeil is tracking all the NHL action, and our senior NBA analyst, JVT, Jonathan Von Tobel's all the hoops insights. Our experts in the entire VEASAN team give you all the tools to make the most of every bet on the playoffs, including odds and analysis for every game on VEASAN.com and our daily members-only best bet emails. Now's the time to cash in the playoffs. Sign up for your 10-day free trial at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. That's Beeson.com slash subscribe. Brady Cannon, kind enough to uh, sit in studio. You're hosting the Lombardi line, top of the hour. Yes, sir. So somewhat kind, because you were going to be here anyway. <laughs> I, I uh, make sure I uh, get out of the house a little earlier on yeah. Wednesdays. No, I appreciate it. I do. Oh, dude, this is from uh, John Ewing over at MGM. Line moves here, Brady, coming up to the PGA Championship before we get to your picks. McElroy from 16 to 1 to 12 to 1, so a little money there. DJ the other way, as you were mentioning, 11 1 to 16 to 1. There's Hovland, 25 to 1 to 20 to 1. Highest ticket percentage, Spieth with the highest ticket count, 8.1%. Handle, Spieth also, just over 10% of the total handle. And their biggest liability over at uh, MGM, and I believe you have a wager on this gentleman, Keegan Bradley. Uh, they don't want Keegan Bradley to win this over at MGM. 80 to 1 is where he is right now. Spieth would be the second biggest liability, Hovland, third. Kind of like all three of those guys, I do have a ticket on Keegan Bradley at 250 to 1. Nice. Uh, got him uh, before he kind of went on that little run. You know, he's got three top tens in his last seven starts. Of course, a former PGA Championship winner. Uh, excellent history on past Palum Greens. And that's, of course, what we have here this week at Kiowa. Not a surface we see all that often, but Keegan Bradley has had great success on that surface, third on tour in total driving, eighth on uh, strokes gained approach, 26th in strokes gained around the green. And chipping and the scrambling and the putting has always been a sore spot for Keegan Bradley, uh, but really having a good year around the greens. And, you know, I'm feeling pretty good about that pick. I don't know if he's going to win, but I, I certainly think he's got a shot, and I think he will contend. He was... Uh, he had a good finish here in 2012, if I recall. I, I want to say he had a top 20 when Rory won it in 2012. All right, let's go to Brady's picks. It's a, it's a whole bunch. There's a whole bunch of these. Get out your magnifying glasses. No, 
not quite that little, <laughs> but it's uh, it's small on the screen. Let's start with your outrights, Brady. What do you got? Okay, so I mentioned Bradley at 250 to one. I also have Ryan Palmer at 250 to one. He's had success on Pete Dye courses, uh, including a win two years ago at TPC Louisiana in the team event. 21st on tour in total driving, and I talked about those approach shots from 200 yards or greater. He's fifth on tour in that category. Also hails from Texas, went to Texas A&M, so I think he can handle the win. If it does kick up a little bit this week, uh, took Palmer at a long price of 250 to one. Uh, Bubba Watson and Shane Lowry, Ooh. I got at 150 to one, which are really good numbers. They're trading closer to 80 to one these days. Five of Bubba's 12 career wins have come on Pete Dye courses. Mm. Okay. Also, we go to Whistling Straits, where they had the PGA Championship in 2015 and 2010. Also, a Pete Dye design that's a coastal course along the shores of Lake Michigan. Very similar, uh, a very comp course, if you will, to Kiowa. Bubba lost in a playoff there to Martin Keimer in 2010 and also finished uh, 21st at Whistling Straits in 2015. So he checks a lot of boxes for me. Shane Lowry, a former British Open winner. Obviously, he can play in the wind, plays long courses very well, was a contender at Oakmont, has won at Firestone Country Club in Ohio, and just coming off of two top 10 finishes at Pete Dye courses. He was eighth at the Players' Championship and ninth at Harbortown. So I like Shane Lowry's chances this weekend. Uh, Brian Harmon, I got at 130 to 1. Short game wizard, Pete Dye specialist, in really good form as of late. The irons can be a little bit shaky. If his strokes gained approach game fires this week, I think he is someone that will have a chance as well. I'm in the Victor Hovland camp. Got him at 35-1, to 1, certainly one of the hottest players in the world right now. His only two PGA Tour wins have come on past Ballum Greens. Uh, he's now trading in the neighborhood of 20 or 25-1, to 1, so happy with that number I got on Vic. The only thing I worry about Vic is... You know, there's so many people in that boat. I hope that boat doesn't sink. But uh, <laughs> Abraham Answer, I he's, got it 80 to 1. He's due too, right? Answer's going to break through with one, one of these tournaments. Yeah, and our guest Jeff Davis talked about him, you know, over 100 uh, career PGA Tour starts and yet to get a win. So, you know, can he, can he break that through that door? Uh, and, and will it be at a major championship? Maybe not, but I think he's got so much going for him right now. As far as the field's concerned, strokes gained on Pete Dye courses, Abraham answers number one in the entire field. Uh, coming off of two straight top five finishes, he's 40th on tour in total driving, 33rd in strokes gained approach. So 80 to one I thought was a great price. He's now more in the neighborhood of 50 to one. Uh, I mentioned I took DeChambeau. He's my shortest shot. And I grabbed him at 14 because I didn't think he was going to drift up. Now he's in the neighborhood of 18, I think even maybe 19 at uh, Circa, mm. which is a – and Jeff also mentioned they just cannot get anybody to buy a ticket on Bryson DeChambeau. Really? They, do not, they have very, very few bets on DeChambeau. Generally speaking or just for this tournament? For this tournament. Okay. For this tournament. Uh, and then finally Terrell Hatton. And Terrell Hatton won at Abu Dhabi back in January. Followed that up the next week at the Saudi Invitational and finished sixth, where DJ won 
and that was on Paspalum Greens. Uh, five top 25 starts in a row. He finished 18th at the Masters, and a lot of people think, well, that's nothing too sexy. It's, I think it's a big deal for him and a real positive because he finally maybe cracked the code of Augusta. He's never had success there. And just finishing 18th, I think that's a real positive for him. He's finished third at Harbortown, 17th at TPC River Highlands. So he just checks a number of boxes. The winner at Bay Hill a couple years ago. Uh, I got Terrell Hatton at 54 to 1, and he's also one of the top choices of our boy uh, Dave Tyndall in the UK. So, Dave Tyndall. Uh, I don't ever mind uh, being uh, on the same guy as Dave Tyndall. We all love Dave. Uh, top 10, you have Berger, Daniel Berger, 3 to 1. Top 20s, Answer, Hatton, Bradley, Lowry, Harmon, and Watson, uh, the same suspects that you have in your outrights. Uh, and then a the, uh, few tournament matchups to close it out Hovland over Rory at plus 110, and then Berger over Rahm and Berger over Scheffler. You like Daniel Berger here. I do. I, I, you know, Daniel Berger was a guy that I considered with that number one pick in the draft. But, I, you know, like I said, the, the draft value, you know, I, I thought right. Berger's probably not worthy of a number one pick. But I do really like him here this week. I, you know, I think a top 10 finish, a top 20 finish on Daniel Berger and in head-to-head matchups is probably where you can really take advantage of him. I think he'll have a good week. Good wind player. Grew up in Florida. He's used to that type of thing. One at Pebble Beach. And I believe that Poana putting surface at Pebble is going to be similar to what we find here at Kiowa. Kind of a slower, more spongy surface, and I think that plays into the hands of guys that aren't the best putters in the world but are very good on that type of surface, like DJ, like Daniel Berger, like a Victor Hovland. So, Brady, you get me pumped, man. Can't wait, right? PGA Championship tomorrow from South Carolina, uh, and you've got the Lombardi line coming up top of the hour. Yes, indeed. All right, we'll all be listening. Thank you, sir. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds, of course, co-hosts of the greatest golf betting show there ever was, Long Shots, at Las Vegas Golfer, if you want to check out Brady there as well. Thank you, sir. Andy McNeil on the NHL playoffs, a rare Wednesday appearance from Mr. McNeil next. A numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. to a numbers game with Gil Alexander. Join the sports betting excitement with BetMGM and you can win $100 for a $1 wager on the Lakers or Warriors tonight, the 7-8 game. Let's see what the dubs can do. If either team hits a three, you win. Oh, does Steph Curry play for the Warriors? I believe he does. This sounds like a lock. Just use bonus code VSIN100. Get in the ring with the king of sports books so that you can turn game time into showtime. Once again, simply download the app or go to betmgm.com for more details. Use promo code VSIN100. New customer offer. Paid in free bets. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia only. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 522 4700 in Colorado, Nevada, and Virginia. 1 800 270 7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1 800 Gambler in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1 800 Bets Off in Iowa. In Tennessee, call or text the red line at 800 889 9789. In Indiana, call 1 800 9 with it. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Gil Alexander, what sport haven't we? Uh, oh, we, we covered hockey earlier with Todd Wright. We sure did. Uh, let's talk some more hockey. A rare Wednesday appearance on a numbers game from Andy McNeil from Edmonton, Alberta. At Digital Gambler. Oh, wearing some vintage Edmonton Oilers jersey. What is that? It's 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 laundry day. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that looks nice. What's uh, who is is that Gretzky? Is that Curry? Who is that? No, no, that's that's it's McDavid. Uh, oh, okay. But I'm just a, a big big fan of the road whites. Uh, I think they're my favorite favorite Oilers uh, variant. Yeah, it's a very favorite Oilers variant. By the way, you th- you see, I threw in Yari Curry there. Yari Curry does not get the juice he deserves historically, does he? I know he's pretty beloved here. I mean, yeah. he was he was Gretzky's he was Gretzky's guy, right? So uh, I think people appreciate him a lot here. And and one with the with the Kings too with Gretzky, didn't he? Well, they went to the the they they. they Gretzky never won again after leaving Edmonton. Went, went to the finals the, with the Kings. Yeah. Went to the final, yeah. lost against uh, the, the Canadians in 93. Yeah, 93. Barry Melrose, yes? That that one is more remembered in Canada for the fact that, that Montreal and Toronto went head-to-head in the East in the finals uh, to go to the, fi- uh, the Stanley Cup final. Uh, and there was a famous uh, missed call where Gretzky high-sticked Doug Gilmore, Kerry Frazier, the referee, uh, with the great hair, uh, <laughs> the pompadour, uh, he he uh, he missed the call, and and you know the, the Kings went on to, or sorry, the Kings and and uh, 
Toronto. And, and of course, it was uh, it turned into a big conspiracy theory that the NHL didn't want uh, two Canadian teams in the Stanley Cup final. You know, so it was uh, that was that, that that's where that stands at in, in hockey lore. Is this the first time tomorrow night? Is this the first time we're getting Montreal Toronto since then? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I screwed up. They didn't. They weren't playing. They were. They were going to play. They were going to meet in the final. It was looking that way. Okay. And then, uh, then, then uh, the, the famous uh, non-call. The Kings went on to beat the Maple Leafs, and and they eventually played the Canadians in the final. I had my history uh, screwed up, but okay, my, my heart was in the right place. So, <laughs> so, so today we'll ignore yet another Vancouver Calgary game, uh, Andy. I have no idea what this is going on with the NHL insisting that these games get played. Uh, but Washington, Boston, let's start there. Game three, uh, Boston evened it up uh, in game two. Now we go to Boston where the Bruins are right around minus 170 favorites for uh, the go-ahead game, if you will, here. What do you got? Yeah, well, you, you know, I, I I touched on this one a little bit in Point Spread Weekly with some updated uh, series prices, projections. Um, and, and I had stated that I would probably be approaching this one, uh, from a, you know, on a game to game basis, uh, this series, sorry, um, already holding some, some Bruins, uh, series, uh, pre-flop bets, as you like to say, at minus 130 and minus 140. Um, and that series price is sitting around minus 180. Now I still see some value there. I've got it lined at minus 223, I believe. Uh, as far as, you know, the Bruins, they've got, they're in the driver's seat now. They've, they've taken home ice advantage. Um, they've owned roughly 66% of the, the expected goals, a big share of the shots, uh, the capitals, you know, they, they've established themselves, uh, as the more physical team, but, but over the course of the two games, Boston has really, uh, found their legs. Um, and, and I, I feel really dominated, uh, you know, the better part of, of both games here. Um, so it's, it's definitely, uh, out there the, the sentiment is there in the market that nobody really wants to touch the, the capitals and, uh, the price kind of reflects that. I don't see a lot of value betting the Bruins here at minus 170. I wish I could say I did, but um, I, I would definitely uh, look to to jump on the series price uh, if if I was faced with those two options and those two options alone, uh, you know, sitting around minus one, 180 uh, at some shops. I'm not sure where it is uh, across the board, but but I did see that a few minutes ago, so I'm confident saying it's out there. All right, so you you like more Boston for the series is basically what you're saying because you liked them before the series, right? I mean, yeah, from a from a value standpoint, I yeah. do think there's there's value there. Personally, okay. I'm not adding anything more in terms of uh, a series uh, bet here. I've got enough, um, and and you know I'll, I'll look to hopefully capitalize on any kind of of overreaction to what happens tonight if the Capitals do. Uh, indeed jump out to another win here but um yeah no I'm, I'm i'm standing pat as far as this one goes right now nashville carolina game two uh or, <laughs> or pardon me is this game two or game three i believe it's game two right nashville. No, it's, it's game two yeah yeah um and sorry go ahead no carolina favored minus 190 as they try to take a two to nothing lead over the predators you have been high on the hurricanes all throughout or as you like to refer to them the hurricanes that's fine we understand uh you like yeah. them here <laughs> Well, that this is this is where I, I'm I'm kind of at here uh, heading into this game around minus 185. So so no, uh, and I, I, I hopefully everybody will remember a few days ago when they did play uh, the series opener, um, you know, a big move to Nashville uh, all the way from plus 185 down to, to I believe plus 150 or no plus 145 or or better. Um, I jumped in on the Hurricanes. I, I eventually jumped in at around minus 160, minus 165. 
uh, obviously a big, big difference here today. So I'm um, going to be looking at some in-game options here. Uh, I thought there was the, I, I had a little bit of fun uh, in, in the series opener between these two teams with uh, Nashville jumping out to an early lead. Uh, Carolina pretty much answering right back. Um, John grabbed a, a puck line uh, live there and, and it was able to hit that one. Um, so, you know, it's, 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 it's going to be a night to night basis for this one. Uh, see what happens, but definitely surprised to see the market totally doing another about face here uh, on this series and, and come all the way back at almost minus 200. Dwight, Jason, Jason's dying back there with the about face, by the way. I just want to point that, point that out to you. Did I, did I really, did I butcher that? that no, 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 you're fabulous. You're fabulous. He was just laughing for boot, a boot a face. Boot, a boot face. That's right. Uh, Winnipeg Edmonton game one. Your Oilers, thus the jersey, ergo the jersey, minus 150 uh, is what we're seeing consensus on Edmonton. Yeah, this one's come down a lot. I mean, I think the I think the, the mindset out there for most people is that it's Edmonton or nothing here, but, uh, you know, and, and they will go go ahead in this series more often than not tonight, um, and they'll win it more often than not. But uh, I'm, I'm right in between here. I'm actually closer to betting the Jets, but uh, there's some question marks here with... Uh, with Nikolai Ehlers, Andrew Kopp, uh, even Pierre-Luc Dubois, uh, their, their status is still up in the air as of right now. I don't think Ehlers is going to play, so that that's going to keep me off of this one probably. Um, you know, but uh, but it, it's it's all uh, it's 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 something that could change throughout the day. Uh, I I'll, I know I'm on with you guys tonight on on prime time action, and I I plan on diving into some uh, prop bets because I've I've seen that that some shops have been expanding their offerings there. Uh, as far as what they're offering with with so much more focus on the playoffs. So a little bit more of an opportunity to uh, look around for, for some of that. So um, I don't have anything right now. I've, I've maybe scalped a few short prices at a, at a few different uh, obscure places, uh, but uh, nothing that you'll find across the board. And just refresh everybody's memory. What series prices do you have? What What series bets do you have currently? I went in with uh, a, a, a big bet on the Boston Bruins to win the series and uh, a little bit of a smaller bet on the Wild uh, to win the series uh, at around 2-1. to one. Um, and, and I ended up getting a little bit of Tampa Bay at around minus 140 when, when Bob Broski was announced as the starter for Game 1. But obviously that sense changed and Chris Drieger is in the goal, but it didn't matter. The, the Lightning are back <laughs> for sure. So uh, they, they're, they're looking like the, the, the Stanley Cup uh, champions of, of, of last season. Sure are. Two to nothing lead over the uh, Panthers game three tomorrow uh, back in Tampa. By the way, the final game tonight, I neglected to ask you, St. Louis at Colorado, but Colorado, again, a prohibitive favorite Man. over the Blues. And, and I'm guessing that's pretty accurate. Yeah, that you know, it's it's what can you even say here? It's it's tough to uh, to to get behind the Blues. I mean, I, I was uh, foolish enough to 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 throw a little bit of lunch money at at them at a, a six to one price uh, when they were uh, trailing by a goal because just you know Colorado was playing pretty sloppy early on in that game and and maybe forcing things a little bit. Um, and there is a road to victory, uh, a path to victory, sorry for the Blues, but it's it's just going to involve, you know, collapsing on their own net and uh, and praying that Jordan Bennington makes all the stops that he's got to make. And he was pretty good in, in the last game. But, um, you know, this, this Colorado team is is pretty overwhelming. Um, so it, it's probably not going to happen very often. I've got um, I've got the Avalanche coming away with the series victory here, ninety three percent of the time now that they've taken oh, uh, man. that they've taken game one. And yeah. I know some people are, are higher than that, but I yeah. can't get any. 
given that there's just so much luck in the officiating, all, all the things that can influence a game, uh, there, there's definitely a way for the Blues to squeak out at least a victory or two here. Is, uh, but say, it's going to be a... Is anyone in the sport of hockey <clears throat> truly a 93% chance up one to nothing? You know, that's that's yeah, the, uh, the broader right? question. By the way, Montreal and Toronto uh, haven't played in 42 years, so it's actually been all the way since 1979 since they've played a series. Um, they do have a game one tomorrow where the Leafs are minus 195 favorites. Do you have any preliminary thoughts on that game or that series? Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, pretty much right in that straddle uh, between between where the Canadians are at and where the Leafs are at as far as a price. Um, it'll it'll be something that I'll I'll you know, look to, to jump in in-game because Toronto is such a dynamic team. Um, and, you know, I think that there's going to be opportunities for Montreal to uh, to jump out to leads in this series. So uh, something that on a game-to-game basis, but uh, something we can probably dive into on in the evening show. All right, we will. Uh, and there's four games again tonight, four tomorrow, including game three of the Vegas Golden Knights Minnesota Wild Series, which was knotted up at one apiece yesterday. That is shaping up to be a fascinating series. Uh, Mark Andre Fleury with another great game yesterday. Andy, we appreciate it. We'll talk to you tonight on Primetime Action. All right. Thanks, guys. Andy McNeil. Uh, good luck with all the uh, the baseball picks we gave, the tennis picks, um, and everything throughout sports, including the PGA. Lombardi Line is next with Brady Cannon. Enjoy right here from VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Join the sports betting excitement with BetMGM and you can win $100 for a $1 wager on the Warriors or Lakers. And if either team hits a three, you win. Just use bonus code VSIN100 and get in the ring with the king of sportsbooks so that you can turn game time into showtime. Simply download the app or go to BetMGM.com for more details and use promo code VSIN100. New customer offer paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager colorado indiana iowa michigan new jersey nevada pennsylvania tennessee virginia or west virginia only excludes michigan disassociated persons please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 in colorado nevada at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare the wait is almost over get ready for the 2024 nfl season as the full schedule is announced every rival every rematch Every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. 
Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.